Okay, Rabbi Sai, we for sure Mirza Hashem will finish the fifth reason. Okay, we're in chapter thirty-four of the Maran of Uchim, dealing with the five reasons why people find it very difficult to understand this esoteric metaphysical understanding of Hashem. And the fifth one is we'll start from the beginning because we only did about one line. Vasiba Hamishis, the fifth reason is Hisaskus Bitsorche Haguv Shihiya Shlomas Harishonis. Taking care of our bodily needs, which is the first perfection. And we spent a lot of time yesterday discussing the first and second. Second is obviously the more important one, is the intellectual perfection. But you have to have bodily perfection first, and that takes a lot of time. With Frat, and especially Inosafa Lakach Hisaskus Minasuim. Especially if we add the fact we're just got to get married. That takes a little bit of time out of your day. Ube bunny man, children. Whoa, does that take a little bit of time? That takes a lot out of you. The culture, and all the more so, in if we're going to add on to this, Drisha Limosaros, if we look for excess. The macholim, let's say food, shehem nasim tchuna mushreshes bahatim lanoi gulahar gelim aroim, that could have a tendency to get us to negative habits, so to speak. You know, we spend a lot of time dealing with excesses in our lives. Okay? Even we're talking about that perfected first step that we mentioned. But if we have to be involved with things that we have to be involved in, wife, kids, a job, you can't not do this, right? And certain things that we don't need to do, like social media and things like this, and movies and all these other things. And we and we grab and we get a yearning that grabs a hold of us to want those extra things. So certainly So it's gonna weaken our yearnings for understanding the depths of these difficult concepts. So then even when we're gonna learn. So now you gotta Imamish you, you got a half an hour at 9 30, man. Guys, we spent the whole day with things we gotta do. Right? We had to eat three meals. I don't know what you could do today, but anyway, there were things we had to do, right? You got a, a full day at the office. Got to exercise. Yeah. Full day at the office for some people. Some Mosaros, whatever. So now you come here at nine thirty. Like you kind of spent a lot of emotion and all this. So what? 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 Do you, what do you got left for Hashem? Berishol verifyon vechoser cheshek, with laxity, weakness, and a lack of drive. And therefore, you're not going to achieve what you could capably have achieved. Or you could even understand things incorrectly. And confused. From what you could achieve because of the limited ability for you to accomplish that. Okay. So that's the fifth reason. So this one is not necessarily a bad reason at all. I mean, there could be some bad parts to it. You gotta do what you gotta do. But you know, if you have a big family, and this just takes a lot of time and all those things, and and you gotta learn your regular Torah. What about regular Torah? Yeah. You don't have to know how long you, you don't have to know some Gemara and this and that. And you need all those things, so it's gonna be hard. 
So therefore, for all these five reasons, Therefore, this study of metaphysical understanding Hashem is only suited for the unique individuals. Not for the masses. Therefore, we hide this from the beginner. And we prevent them from engaging in it just like now that we've used these analogies before. Just like we prevent a child from eating food that's hagasim, that's too rich. Right? Right? You don't give a baby rib steak. And also lifting heavy things. Remember earlier, the Rambam has given us two analogies of not doing it right. Back in chapter 30 and in 32, 30 when he's talking about ochao, eating, right? And he described Alicia ben Avuya. He described eating too much honey, if you recall. So you're eating food that's too rich for you, although food is good, but if it's too good, it's bad. And then we talked in chapter 31 about lifting weights. Yes, you can lift 10 pounds. But just because I can't lift 50 doesn't mean I can't lift 10. So lift what you can. Lift 10, you lift 50, you pull your back. It's a matter of working your way up. You you pull your back. So the only question is, so it seems the Rambam is using two differences. So, you know, know, maybe we could uh, say that the first thing, eating, everybody needs to eat, right? Everybody needs to eat. You can't not eat. But how you eat makes a big difference. Right? So that may be the eating thing. Because you've got to, but how you're going to eat is going to make a big difference. Um, lifting up, like with the idea of lifting, so the brain is like a muscle also. Just like a muscle can only lift up someone's brain, it's like a muscle. But lifting up things you don't necessarily have to do this to live but it's necessary for specific needs in other words eating we all have to eat lifting up heavy weights not necessarily who says you're gonna be a weightlifter but you have to consider if you naturally can do this thing maybe you're not born for this intellectual pursuit in other words as we'll see shortly there's certain things you need to do. In other words, there's certain food you must eat. And I think he's hinting to what the next chapter is going to tell us. Because it's going to give away just a drop. The next chapter, after saying, you know, we better keep away. We better keep away this this smart stuff from, from people who can't do it. But there's, going to be, but there's certain things everybody has to know, no matter how hard he thinks it is. Which we'll see shortly. Keep you in suspense. Okay? But... Don't think, don't think, well, now that I said this is so hard, so, you know, people who have limited minds, don't have to know anything. <laughs> no, the certain is you have to know, no matter what, you must know this. So I think that's like the eating, you have to eat. You can't not eat, you will die. But you don't have to eat so rich. So certain things you must know as a Jew, even if they're hard for you. One is going to be Hashem is not corporate. Okay, you have to believe that. That's all that you got to eat. That that's baby food, and if you're not going to eat it, you will die. 
All right? That's but you don't have to go to the hardest things, the metaphysical it. things that are way beyond, you know, you can go off the dare from that. Don't eat so much. So that's a formula you have to have. You have to have it. That So that's the baby. eating. You have you to. Oh you'll that. die if you don't eat baby food. So there's certain, knowing that Hashem is not corporeal, that's like baby food. With wax, baby, well, that's pretty hard. But if you don't know that, you're dead. On the other hand, there's certain things. Not everybody lifts weights. Right. So then we'll get into the other things. Okay. Maybe you're not cut out for that. You're not a bad Jew, but you're just not cut out for this. So this is how we end this chapter. So before we go to the next chapter, so I wanted to just share with you from Rav um, Tolidano, where he makes this whole section. I'll just breathe. It'll take two, three minutes. From chapter 28 to 34, these seven chapters, we could give a, a title and just little little bullet subtitles. And the main idea of the seven chapter is the limits of intellect. Okay, there is a certain higher limit that human beings can achieve and they can't get past that. We have to understand, certain Hashem you'll never get. You have to understand the limits. And then there's gradations of that. So let's start briefly. Chapter 28. Chapter 28, the Rambam talked about the concept of the regel, the foot. And what do you see about the regel? That's like the beginning where you see just the bottom. You see the manifestation of what Hashem does in the world, right? And that's as low as it can go. And that's why it says, for example, they looked at Hashem. And what do they see under his feet? Right? So, but, but they made a mistake and they ate because they thought they understood that that little bit was really Hashem. So you got to realize you only see the leg, so to speak. That's about as far as you're going to see. And then in chapter 29, talk about atzev, which we said means that I'm, I'm keeping it to myself and I'm not sharing it with other people because there's certain limit as to what Hashem is going to share with the world in that way. Certain things, uh, physical things he's not sharing, emotional things he's not going to share. That got us into the idea of the heart, where that, um, is that uh, the, 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 the real intellect of Hashem, etc., etc. So, and then what could happen is that person maybe doesn't get to that detail. As chapter 30 talked about Achila eating where there's a certain hunger, and there's a hunger when the connection to Hashem is separated, and there's a hunger to understand Hashem. So there's a limit as to what man can do. He really can only know so much, and there's a certain disconnect that Hashem doesn't show everything, and if you really want it, you don't get it, you're hungry for it. And then in chapter 31, he talks about that not everybody is equal in understanding about Hashem, and some people, and certain limits completely what you can get to. 32, he talked about the, the damages of eating too much. If you're gonna to try to go beyond what you can, you're gonna hurt yourself. And how this, uh, you have to go this on a step. Chapter 33 talks about the step by step by step. You gotta start with the baby food and then go to the bigger food. And then finally in this chapter, he says why it is so hard to understand these things. So basically these seven chapters are saying, listen, it's a very hard uh, idea over here. You gotta take it slow. You're only gonna understand certain things. If you're gonna go too fast, it's not gonna work. 
But if you're willing to do this, it's a project worth entertaining. But it's not for everybody else. It's not for everybody. Okay. With this in mind, we move on now to chapter 35. And uh, this is very interesting. So now that he's got done telling us that you shouldn't be learning a lot of this stuff, he's going to tell you you've got to learn certain things. So now, if you could hit the bottom where you see the pages icon on the far... No, no, no. Yeah, right there. No, no. Hit the big pages icon. Right there. Right Pages. The yellow. The orange. The orange. That's, That's pages. That's it. So let's take a look at the Afodi commentary over here. He's going to tell us like this. Pesaha Perik, in this chapter, he tir b'muchlad l'vair l'hamon shlilas hakshama. He totally makes it very clear to explain to the masses that they must not have any idea of corporeality with Hashem. He says this, it, it, you'll see what it's of, of, to the opposite of in a minute. This is the first direction. Everybody's got to know Hashem is not corporeal. That's why the Sefer is called the guide. Because who is the Rambam disputing here? There was a different behavior that the establishment rabbis were saying. The establishment rabbis, they knew the difficulties of Rambam. So you know how they dealt with it? Avoidance. How? The first time, they did conceal it. They said, don't say that God is not physical. Don't go out of your way and say God's not physical. You know why? Or don't, in other words, don't, if, if a person thinks God is physical, don't shut him down. Why? Because then they will think he doesn't exist. Talk about simple people now. We're not talking about present company here. But simple people, God doesn't have an arm. He doesn't have an ear? Can't hear? Well, then what kind of God is that? I have an ear. He doesn't have an ear. So it says there's an ear. Oh, that's good. That makes sense. So now he can hear what I'm saying. No, 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 no. He doesn't have an ear. doesn't have an ear. No, Chastor Saul, it's here. What do you mean? How does he hear me? Well, he hears you without an ear. Are you crazy? Remember, you're not talking to advanced people over here. So you don't have to stick it in your face. But on the other hand, but don't say he is physical. Because because that's mamish, not the truth. See, so what do we do? We compromise. We don't say anything. We just translate the psukim. The hand of Hashem. Hashem heard. Hashem moved over. Hashem did this. And don't say anything. Let them think what they think. So what are you going to think? Oh, Hashem's got a hand, Hashem's got a ear, this and that. Now, did we tell them he is physical? No, we didn't tell him so. Did we tell him he's not physical? No. no. And let's just leave it at that. It's just or it's like a true light, Unahora Masharia, it's like a, all kinds of lights over there, this and that. And you know, it's just it's just too hard. And just and just leave it at that. It's just the type on the last line. It's not snot a. It's not say. It's not what? The first word on that last. It's uh. Well, snot. Well, no, snot. It's not yes. say. It's not snot. 
will not say any other than the truth. Okay. Anyway, so this was the general, all the leaders, they knew this was an issue. Now, we'll see, maybe another day or two, what did they really hold. But let's even assume that all the tzaddikim said Hashem is not corporeal. That's not so simple. There's fine details of what's corporeal, what's not corporeal, which we'll get to. But let's assume that they know God is not corporeal. But you don't have to shove it down the masses' throats because they're not smart enough to deal with this. So let's just avoid the topic. And the Rambam, this is what makes him so controversial. No, we got to say the truth the way it is. He is not corporeal. And if you think he's corporeal, you're a kaifer. Whoa, Whoa what are you doing, Rambam? You're making problems for us. You know people are going to go off the derrick now? You're not going to want to start explaining these things to them? They're not going to understand this. They're going to say there's no God. Don't do it. See, you got to listen. Of course, we already showed you the Targumunculus. Did all this to show there's no corporeality in Hashem. But then again, he's he's like with the Tanoim and Amoraim class. Right? I don't know how many people, right? So, but the Rambam is like, Mom is shoving it. And this is, this is the chapter that really digs into this. Okay, so now you can go back and just click to the left and get to the, like over here. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so I'll talk, Shov. Don't think. Don't think everything we've presented in the last number of chapters. Of what we're discussing about all these big, important subjects. And let's keep it away from revealing it to the masses. Okay, and so don't think we're telling you, don't tell them this, don't tell them this, but don't make a mistake and think I'm also telling you not to tell them. That maybe we shouldn't tell them to not believe that God is physical. We shouldn't tell them to not believe that God is affected. That's what it means. Hispalios. Not affected, but affected. That you that what we do can't affect him. The truth is what we do cannot affect him. What we do, Hashem is not physical. So these two ideas, don't think these are two hard ideas that they can't get them either. And we should avoid that. Don't make that mistake. What's the English next to affections? What is that? I don't know. I don't I, I'm just giving this for you guys. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is at all, and don't ask me. So, ain't a dover cane. This is not so. Now, look what he says. Just like we got to teach every child and teach the masses the following two things. Number one, Hashem Yisador Yisrael. That Hashem is one. Now, how do we know we teach that? Shema Yisrael, Is there not a Jew that doesn't know that Hashem is one? At least, he's, they don't know what it means, but they know he's one. Don't we teach them that? Fishain Roy also. And you're not supposed to serve anybody else. Just like we teach them that, we got to teach them the next few things. To teach them and more than lishanein doesn't mean to teach. Lishanein means to indoctrinate them. 
Now, what's this he's teaching and, and indoctrinating? This is a good indoctrinating. Yeah. Indoctrinating is you stack the deck against them to make sure they didn't. Teaching is, okay, let's discuss the issue and let's go through and, and determine why this is so. Is that, no, this is the way it is, guys. Yeah, it makes, teaching makes This is the way Moshe Rabbeinu taught us, the way my father taught me, and this is the way it is, nothing to discuss. That uh, it's really indoctrinate. I don't know what the English has to say, trained or whatever. Lahem. So we got to tell them the same. Is it important that God is one? Oh, yeah. Is it such an, really, is it such an easy concept? Not really, but we have to teach him Hashem is one. We have to teach him that you only should serve Hashem. You have to also teach him, Ki Hashem ain't a goof. Hashem has no body. And ve'ain dimyon beino lebein bruv klau And there's no similarity between him and anything that he's created in any way, shape, or form. V'she'ain mitziyusa ke'ain mitziyosam. And God's essence, existence, is not like their existence. And his life, so to speak, is not like their life. And his knowledge is not like the kind of knowledge they have. And the difference isn't only in quantity, but in essence, we have to make it true to everybody. Our knowledge and his knowledge, or our ability, and his ability. We have to know the difference is not shining, not by more or less, stronger or weaker, and any of those types of adjectives. When you talk about weak and strong, they could be within the same category. In this room, we have people stronger and weaker. No problem about it. All right? But we're still in the same category. Right? They have some common denominator. We all have muscles. Some are flabbier than others. But we all are, there's something comparable. We only can compare when they're the same category. And this is something that is already well proven by the scientists, like Aristotle and this and that. Whatever we attribute to Hashem, is different from any kind of description that we can make of any aspect. There's no unifying comparison between us and Hashem. And any existence of Him and us that is said in any way that seems to be similar, it's only a homonym, as we explained. Kishir Hazer with these types of, uh, of, of measurements of explaining, speak with ketanim ulahamam. This is enough you could teach the kids and the masses. And here's the three things. Must know. There is a perfect existent God. has no body. No power in its body. That's called God. 
Number one, so no corporeality. Number two, there's no way we can understand Hashem in any way, especially with any deficiency. And therefore, God cannot be affected by anything at all. Well, let's think about this. So now, do me a favor, click the icon that you clicked before, the orange one at the bottom, orange. yellow one at the bottom. Okay, so let's, I made a little chart over here. Can you just scroll up a little so we get, oh, look, that's fine. So let's start. Ram says, the given, just like we tell them all, Hashem is one. Right? And we tell everybody, don't worry about that. Someone's phone, let it go. Not to serve anything else but Hashem, right? That we do, that's given, right? What's the problem adding? This is essential for everyone. God is non-corporeal. God is incomparable to created things. God is not subject to being affected or changed. So now, scroll down. Look what we just about have. The first five principles of Jewish belief that the Rambam tells us. Now, if these are principles of Jewish belief, every Jew has to know them. And if we don't know them, we're out of the pale of Yiddishkeit. That's not a hundred percent, not one, but it's very close. I tried to do the colors, yeah. right? If it's in there, it's the problem. It's it's just not quite. Can you make it small font? Yeah, it's. You see the zoom? You see the zoom on the left? Left, left. 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 Take this all right the way side. here. Over the other side. Over there. <laughs> right there, it says two hundred percent. Make it one fifty. It's so hard when people can't be mind readers. What's going on? Can't you read my mind? Yeah, that's it. Okay, so Hashem is one. Second belief. Belief in God's absolute and unparalleled unity. That's the second one. Not to serve anything but Hashem. That's the fifth one. To daven to Hashem, if nothing else. Those are givens. Those are the givens. So now, what's the next one? Uh, non-corporeal, that's part of the third one, non-corporeality and three, not subject or effect, that's all part of the third one not affected by anything else now I guess when you put it all together, so to speak so this is the perfection of God that's unparalleled that's kind of, is incomparable to created things, sort of it's not a hundred percent but it's very close. The only thing is the belief in God's eternity, I think that will be subsumed and not comparable to anything else because other things die and Hashem doesn't. Right. But it's very close. In other words, you can begin to see, now the Rambam wrote his 13 principles before this. We can see where this is going. The Rambam is saying, although there's certain things, and he's going to discuss in a minute the seven things you don't teach. That's what I really don't want them to know. But I want them to know these things. This they must know. And they got to understand that God is not physical. He doesn't compare to anything else. He can't be affected or changed by anything. These things, they must know them. This was the controversial thing that the Rambam is saying this. Okay? And that's what the Shem Tov, at the end, just look over here, the Shem Tov right here. At the end of the chapter, he says, and understand this, this is wondrous, and a big key, 
Loving Kol Mashabov is our safer understanding everything about the safer. So these are the five they must know. And this was the controversial part. What do you mean? They gotta really know that he's not corporeal? Yes, they have to know that. Because it ties into the principles. But is that gonna push them away from God? No, they can understand this. Okay, now this what but what the, the main thing is we're gonna to do tomorrow is what about the advanced students? Well, these are the seven things that we're gonna give them the Rashi Prokim, and this will eventually really be what the focus of Mordevuchim is gonna be, and these seven things that we'll have to get to tomorrow. Question. If I were drawing the list, I'm, using, I'm looking at these 10, and I'm thinking, which are the ones that are really accessible to the masses? I don't find those three much easier than the other seven, but those are, those are equally challenging. It's not as if which 10? Uh, the three the seven. Well, guess what? You got a good reason to keep learning the book. No, 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 I, no, no I don't mean me. I'm saying, here are yeah, the maybe. ones that the masses will accept. We have well, to get... let the Rambam teach it to you. I guess we'll learn why those other ones are so difficult but, for the masses. Right, but the I other ones. See, I don't see, I don't see so he's going to discuss. He's going to tell us tomorrow. He's going to tell us, what do you tell the person who doesn't understand those first so three? Why don't... He says, regardless if they understand it or not, they must accept it. Remember, indoctrinate them. They don't have to prove it. A Jew must say, believe 100% God's not physical. Even if they say, I don't understand how that works, too bad. Accept it. Smarter people than you did know it. And you have to know this. And why you have to know this, this is going to lead on. It's very fascinating. This, he's not getting into the highfalutin metaphysics here. He's just saying this is important. And he's going to say in the next chapter, say why it's important. Because guess what? We're not supposed to worship idols, right? Yeah, but a lot of people thought idols were real. So I guess we shouldn't tell them not to not worship idols. Because what do you mean? Idols is a very real thing for them. We'll talk about it. Lots more to come. Very interesting material. Shkoyach. Thirty minutes.